This is Gam Chat. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're three Filipino gay guys trying to make sense of anything and everything in the world today. Welcome to our podcast. So guys, Maligayang Pasko. This is McCoy reporting live from Manila. We have an international correspondent. Yeah, well, you that? said it so internationally too. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so how is it there so far, McCoy? What's uh, what's your take on uh, the difference right now? I let you know once I have more than three hours of sleep. <laughs> you came in like two days ago, correct? No, that was... Wait, when did I come in? Last night? No, it was not last night. So guys, I landed on... Saturday at 10 p.m. Didn't get out of the airport on Sunday at 2 a.m. So I was at the airport for four hours. Got to the hotel maybe 30 minutes after. And I had to wait for my test results. When you say hotel, this is a hotel that you booked? Yes. Or is it a requirement from the government? It's required. It's a required quarantine hotel from a list of approved hotels. Ooh, is it by the beach and everything? Is it like... It's by the bay. There is a beach. A controversial beach. Oh, is that that new, like, where they yes. did the white sand and everyone yes. took photos? Yeah. Yes. So, um, in Manila Bay. So they put you in a nice hotel then? I put myself in this hotel. <laughs> I know, I, that's what I was, like, thinking. Um, I wouldn't say it was nice. It was acceptable because it had walls and a bed so they gave you options though to pick your hotel yes, where yes. to quarantine it oh, okay it's up to your budget or all, all that and i want it to be close to like family so they can deliver food yeah anyway so i waited i waited for 14 hours to get my results they said 24 but i got within 14 and so i was allowed to leave the hotel finally and they had good hotel food and everything my prepaid food uh was edible Ooh. good thing i had an app where i could order Jollibee. Oh. So it doesn't sound like you had too bad of a hard time going to the Philippines during COVID. Well, just the four hours waiting at the airport was a struggle, but then I was mentally prepared for that. I think if it went past four hours, I may have had a little bit of a breakdown. I had an incident at the luggage thing. What happened? <laughs> so embarrassing. So I got my luggage. I have two. So I got one and I was looking for the second one. I'm like, where is it? I walked around, walked around, kept walking, trying to see where it could have been. So I asked the lady, I said, are all the luggages out? And they were like, yeah, well, I'm missing one. It's a maroon colored luggage and it's what's, it's not the hard case. It's the fabric. I don't know what it's called. So she took my boarding pass and she had like the guys looking for it and they were like just looking and they were looking for this maroon thing. They were looking where the conveyor belt like comes from underneath. It was nowhere to be found. So this one guy, I guess was looking at every luggage and he was walking towards us and he was like, I found it. And I was like, oh, is that the one? I thought it was maroon. It was turquoise. Oh. <laughs> so you got colorblind on the way over there. Okay. So the guy, I'm not going to make fun of how he said it, but I am. So he was like, oh, he must be blind color. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. And I told the lady, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I really thought it was maroon. And apparently it's not. In my defense, this is not my luggage. I just borrowed this from my sister-in-law. And it's the first time mm -hmm. I ever saw it. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but it, okay, it, it did. So, it does sound like you had too much issues, though. It seems like they're not that strict over there. Oh, that you could just no, they're strict. You have to get everyone that comes in has to be tested, and when you get to your hotel, you can't leave the hotel until you get your test results. You can leave your room though. It's not advised. If they catch you on the hallway, they might. But no one's watching you though. Well, people sometimes walk around. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they have like chairs outside, and they put your food on it because you're not supposed to interact with them so if you do leave the hotel i think you can be arrested are they arresting anyone that you know of? the coast guard while we were waiting to get tested was telling us a story about this guy who snuck out of the hotel and went to his hometown of course they trace you because you put your address and all that so they traced him at his hometown and the local cops had taken him into custody oh so he did get arrested how was the testing like process i heard it's very different yeah so they it's a swab test up your nose and down your throat wait is this oh okay. wait is like, this I, your massage or is this I like, I know, like, oh, okay i don't know i'm trying to get why like, is this like somehow <laughs> turning me on i don't know why up the no, no. It, oh no 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 so the up the nose thing it felt like I was drowning for a second or two. She stuck it in deep in there, huh? She did. She did. And in the throat, I was like, uh, and she was like, you have to stick your tongue out um, and say, ah. And she stuck it like as if you were about to, um, like you're going to gag. Oh my God. I almost gagged and I almost smacked her like an instinct, like to defend myself. Oh my god, you're gonna be one of those like <laughs> tourists from America. Do you know who I am? Like, abusing but people. Just, but Koi just turned into a Karen, right? Yeah. In the Philippines. <laughs> no, so I was gagging. I was like, Bleh. like my hand, like I had raised my hand. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm normally, I don't have a gag reflex. I don't know what's wrong with me. No, this test has proven I do. Um, <laughs> the girth on this swab was just way too thick. Then you should have thanked her. You were like, you know what? I got it. It was back. like, thank you. <laughs> you found it. I thought I lost it for a while. <laughs> Here's a twenty dollar tip. You're like, <laughs> I think forgive you my gag reflexes. Man. Not only did you find my luggage, you found my gag reflex. <laughs> it's like, I love that. No, but I think when she when she saw my hand, she backed away. She was like, "We're done." <laughs> well, because she probably didn't want like I don't want this asshole throwing up at me. So she was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, no!" I was gagging. I, I I looked like I was gonna throw up. That part was not fun. The no thing i could endure but the throat thing no yeah no i haven't done that kind of test yet oh no but other than that for the most part it was organized it was just a lot of people a lot so that's the thing is you mentioned off recording that yeah. you know you were kind of nervous but the way i looked at it too is maybe it's because they're handling it better than we are out here oh yeah right? here's my <laughs> advice first of all my advice to people who want to come here for christmas or whenever know the requirements because they can change there were some people there that didn't know the requirements so they kept asking people um and then also be patient there's no point in losing patience like some people did because they are not gonna let you go anywhere anyway so what's the point in being mad about it yeah mm-hmm. d how's your day 
Or how was your week? I'm just preparing for what's coming next. <laughs> what's coming it's next? Like, I'm tired it's already. It's I'm almost tired. like, whoa, what's happening? I just like, when I said that sentence, I was like, it just like the list of shit I have to do just popped in my for head Christmas. like a Star Wars. Like, oh, the list. You know, like oh, the, yeah, nice the, the, the credits. Okay. Yeah. It was like the list of everything that I need to do. I'm, oh, yeah. Opening just, credits of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> like... Bake, cook, clean, give dogs a bath, like all of that. Just and then you have to read head. super fast because they don't go disappear <laughs> yeah. the horizon. Yeah. Like, wow. But I mean, like I, I expect that every holiday, I'm you know, I'm kind of just preparing. That's when I get into the mode where we have to clean. It's almost New Year. If the house is not clean when New Year mm, yeah. hits, meaning it's gonna be dirty as hell the entire <laughs> to 2021, which is so yeah. stupid. But. <laughs> No, I fall it's, into it's that true. Thing. It's totally true. <laughs> no, I'm on the same page on you, D. Uh, I think this week I did nothing but, you know, I've been saving. I save up money throughout the year. I don't really spend that much. And then on December, I was like, oh, I got to, like, get ready for 2021. Yeah. So I started just buying, like, items that, I don't know, that just make my life a little bit easier. Yeah. That would help improve or just level me up for 2021 just slightly. So I got um, on Amazon one of those, like, one-gallon um, drinking containers. Okay. Lube. <laughs> that was last <laughs> week. <laughs> Speaking of lube, how do you guys do you guys hear about the CBD lube? Really? Yeah. Oh wait, whoa! You just she just shifted right there. I just saw you like physically, mentally shift. You're like he just leaned into the mic like. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So apparently, there's this new lube out there um, called. I guess like a lot of manufacturers are doing it now, mm-hmm. where they use CBD like oil, I guess, to yeah. put it in the lube to make it more like calming or relaxing and less painful. So you mean say I'm gonna be down there and only down there how does that work <laughs> it depends see it depends oh god that visual that visual is hurting my eyes right now <laughs> it depends on the side effect because then if you're the one who's bottoming you might be more hungry that's great hungry. <laughs> right you get the munchies ew <laughs> you, you well, get the munchies yeah, down like there <laughs> That's a good what bag. gag reflex? <laughs> Test me for COVID ten times. I'm not a hungry bottom. <laughs> so, well, good. These visuals are just penetrating my mind right now. Um, speaking of Christmas, <laughs> speaking of wreaths, where our topics are Christmas. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sweating again. Okay, um, speaking of, I don't even know how to segue into this. Holiday cheer. Holiday cheer. There you go. How did this happen, guys? We're talking about one thing, all of a sudden, we're talking about like CBD lube, and then all of a sudden it goes down the rabbit hole, and now we're talking about everything else. Um, Christmas is yours. There's no easy way to segue in this, but this week's episode is called The Gayest Christmas Carol. Uh, So we decided that this episode, this is our special Christmas episode, and we're trying to think about how, what could we possibly talk about and how do we frame this week's episode, and then what best way to do it than the classic Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So what is the Christmas Carol? For people who don't know the Christmas Carol, what is it? I mean, I'll just obviously I'll go the route that I know. Ducktales, the movie, with 
Uh, Baker, you're talking about Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> yes. DuckTales. Hey, that's, that's how I know the, you know, that's how I know the story. Basically, the plot of the movie is Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Pretty much, he's not the nicest person. He's a horrible person. To begin with, yeah. Like, he employed a lot of people, pretty much not take care of the people that was around him. Was he a banker? Is he, or is he just a uh, business owner? I mean, the DuckTales version, you know. The, the Curtis, yeah. Can we... <laughs> That's what I know. That's I mean, the, I've seen the Jim Carrey one, major, too. Um, yeah, Scrooge but... McDuck. Um, <laughs> Is not the Scrooge of the Christmas Carol, but he, it is reference, right? Yes, Someone who's yes, a yes. lot of wealth. Yes. I was gonna say because he has an employee. He has one employee. I'm like Scrooge McDuck. No, Ebenezer. <laughs> Ebenezer. 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 Ebenezer Scrooge has one employee. I forgot his name. And it's, he basically runs it like a sweatshop. Andy. Let's call him Andy. Andy. <laughs> That's not the appropriate name. So Andy uh, has a family, and he doesn't let, I guess, Andy go see his family, and he's... What, yeah. Is that a good word, Kripo? Yes. Hey. I said well, that Well, you know the word. definition? Kripo. Yeah. And Kripo means you're type, type-fisted, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. What are you using the type fist for? Oh, my gosh. Do not go down. Don't lose it. That's what I was like, huh? You guys are missing McCoy's light was like started glowing for some reason for no like tight fisted. He's like Yes. It's yeah. is that what it means, right? Tight yeah. fisted, yeah. like cheap. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's not even on the frugal side, it's cheap. So so Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer, is, right? Yeah. Ebenezer. Is it Ebenezer? Yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer. <laughs> So he's Kuripot. So this guy is Kuripot, and he has one employee. He works him to the bone, and he has, like, one child who's sick named Tiny Tim. And he gets visited by three ghosts, the ghosts of Christmas past, past present, and, and future. And future. So this is this week's episode. We're basing it on that. So if we were to be visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, what would we see? <sighs> Um, oh, that's a deep sigh. Oh, <laughs> I know better now, but I grew up with Christmas as being just really the materialistic side, and I think everyone can relate to that. You know, our parents try to give us as much as they can within their means, and to me, it was you know I, as much as I remember it being fun. You know, spending time with a lot of family members, like my cousins from the U.S. and Canada would oh, come Oh, because you were in the Philippines, right? Yeah, Did I was still in the Philippines, like, until, you know, like, pre-teens. And all my cousins would just come home, spend time with each other. You know, it was always, like, a tradition for me to go from, you know, each house of my godparents and just... With my hand out, collecting like an in unexpected. You <laughs> like, were like my a stuff? miniature Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was that. But I mean, outside of that, I really just like the fact that I spent a lot of time with my family, my cousins. You know, I remember one time we were all under like nineteen, eighteen. I think I was still like eleven or something. The oldest was eighteen or nineteen. McCoy knows this place. I'm not sure if it still exists. It's like 
a Knott's Berry Farm there, and that was the very first one when it opened. My mom took us, and then, you know, I, I went, I finally... Wait, what is it called? Is it called... It's called Star City. Star City. Ooh, that sounds like glitz and glamorous. Is it? McCoy, is that the... Yeah, it's still That's here. the actual name of it, right? Yeah. My cousins and I were able to go just on our own, but, you know, it felt so independent, but, I mean, the drivers took us there, dropped us off. We were using our parents' credit cards, so it's not really, like, independent, but to be not with a presence of an adult, just cousins, that was, like, my last happiest memory of, like, being there. Oh. Did you have, like, a Christmas tree at home? Did yeah, it's a carols? very traditional... In, I mean, the westernized adoption of what Christmas is. Mm. My mom would cook. Like, that's when she would do all the desserts that she can. Pants and pans of flan. You know, that's what I think I have, like, such a sweet too because my mom was big on baking and cooking. Mm. So, you know, th- that's one thing that I carried on from there. I was in the Philippines, I think, one time when I was younger for Christmas during, like, the holiday in December. And I actually remember it being very fun because there was... Um, there were so many festivals. Yeah. I remember seeing like, tons of like lights. I, I feel like they celebrated so well Christmas in the Philippines. They start they start counting September? September. When I was in the Philippines during that time, I felt like they celebrated yes. even more intensely and had more fun and celebration during Christmas time than I think here in the States. Here in the States, mm-hmm. I felt like it was all about the malls that you go to. Yeah. When I was in the Philippines, there were so many just festivals, and that's what it was all about, like food, that, you know, drink, you know, I'm like drinking. <laughs> I was like nine. <laughs> and I think there was also, I think when I went there during the time, there was also a coup, and they still celebrated. And I remember my aunt, um, she made so many of fruitcakes, like <laughs> nonstop fruitcakes in the Philippines. <laughs> so many good times. How about you, McCoy? What was, what was growing up in the Philippines like? From what I remember, how uh, we celebrate Christmas, I have one word for it. it. There was like an innocence to it. We didn't have our own Christmas tree. I don't ever remember having one. But it wasn't a big deal because what you don't have, mm-hmm. what you never had you'll never miss. Does that make sense? So I don't remember getting gifts from my... My dad wasn't really around. Let's just put it out there. It was just my mom. Um, But I don't remember her getting us gifts. I don't really remember, honestly. Um, Because, you know, the money was tight. And there was things she needed to use the money for than gifts. But it didn't matter to me because it wasn't about that. Like I said, what I never had, I never missed. Uh, Because Christmas was still fun. It was fun for me. It was fun. It was pure. I do remember going out with my friends and going to the neighbors and uh, singing carols. And we made our own musical instrument, which was really, really fun. It was really, it was part of my childhood, and every year we did that. How old were you when you started doing this, making your own instruments? As far as I could remember. So let's just say maybe five or six. Oh, then how do we make instruments? Did you get like, um, like an old spam can? No, Greg. Okay, so, um, so you know, we had in the Philippines. They, uh, the the soda bottles were actual bottles. And then the cap were like the little me- the, the metal cap. Yeah, the tin. And so you take that, you get a hammer, and you flatten it out. And you get this, you get like several of them. Oh, yeah. And then you get like a wire. You make a hole with a nail or something in the middle. And you put them into the, the wire. And the wire, you 
shape it into like a circle and then you tie it at the end and it's like a version of like what's that tambourine or something oh yeah tambourine oh this is so cute yeah and you get like a a can of like a milk can because the milk in the philippines were powdered um so you get that and you get this like really thick plastic and you put it on top of the empty can and you get a rubber band so it's tight and that's your drum oh that's so cute oh my mccoy you are tiny tim (laughs) yes i guess So, you know, we like my friends and I, we did that. We went from like house to house and most of them gave you money if you do that. Um, so that was like part of my childhood. That was part of my Christmas tradition. Not the money, not the gifts. I don't remember them. But that I do remember. And the food and the family and all that. Oh, this is so cute. I remember. It was fun. It was fun and it was innocent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because D, it was all about money and material things and theme parks. <laughs> us it was about the neighborhood and the family and spending time together so polar opposite of d yeah (laughs) i mean we had a neighborhood too you know it was (laughs) like my (laughs) i remember when i was younger we had people come over to the house to help out in the house and then you know there were aunties that were helping and i remember one christmas they were shocked that we had a Christmas tree in the house. Because we had, well, we had multiple Christmas trees. We had one formal Christmas tree in the living room. And then we had, like, another Christmas tree in the family room. And maybe another small Christmas tree spread somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know, in the hallway. I don't know. <laughs> but And so I was, you know, thinking about this is, like, Christmas, the ghost of Christmas past. I feel that, you're, McCoy, you're talking about innocence, and then D, you're talking about happiness. Like I, I think I was my Christmas was like a mixed bag. I mean, even though like we, I had like you know Christmas, like it was very big in my household. My aunt would come every holiday for like a week just to decorate the Christmas tree, the formal one. But she was really into it. But I was just thinking, about, like I don't know if I was extremely happy during Christmas as a kid. I think one time I got in trouble because I put, like, one of my cheesy macaroni ornaments onto the formal Christmas tree. And then my aunt yelled at me, I think. <laughs> and I was like, I hate Christmas. <laughs> like, this, this doesn't belong in a silver and gold theme. What is this craft macaroni? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that's a thing. I was just, like, nine or something. The funny thing is, is that, you know, looking back, even though that it was, like, full of food and family in the house. I don't think I was the happiest when I was younger. I don't know about yours, but my parents would never actually explain things to me. You know, they're just like, you just have to go get along with it, right? So I got in trouble for putting the wrong ornament on a Christmas tree. That wasn't really explained to me. Another weird, just looking back at just weird things I'm trying to make sense of. My mom, I, every year she made a donation to a Filipino choir. And every year they would come over and they would put rows and rows of bleachers in the living room like a big old choir. And I guess it was during the middle of the week and nobody, I guess, well, my mom, mom's friends would come and watch. It was just me and my mom in the living room watching the choir sing to us. <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird. Like, it's so awkward. I just remember always feeling awkward during Christmas. That makes sense. Like, I didn't quite uh-huh. understand. I feel like there's so much high expectations what Christmas should be for a child. That you have to be happy, you have to be happy, you have to be happy. And I didn't think my experiences were different. And then it also makes me think of like, this might have to stem with it. Um, I remember one Christmas or multiple Christmas. I went to my grandma's. You know, we called her Grandma Goring 
but her real name is Gregoria. So during Christmas, that would open a gift a few times and give me one that says Gregoria on it. And then I remember, this is when I'm like, seriously, like seven or six, I would open up it and it would be like a purse. <laughs> And I remember thinking to myself, oh my god, they know. Because I kind of already knew them too. It was the ghost of Christmas future. What the fuck? I thought this was the Christmas future. And I used to hide the purses underneath the couch because I was so embarrassed. Because I was like, they're calling me out. I don't understand this. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I'm I, I'm a mixed bag. I'm a mixed bag about Christmas. I don't think it's the happiest moments of my life. I think there were there were good Christmas. I think they're well decorated Christmas. But I wouldn't actually well curated Christmas. I would say yeah. But I don't know if they would be that the happiest. So I mean, looking back, if I were to talk to Ghost of Christmas Past, I don't know what I would say. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. McCoy mentioned earlier, really though that. I think that's what resonates with all our stories is what our parents were capable of. That's how I grew up to understand how Christmas was and how I was satisfied with it. Uh, granted, like from, you know, Greg's side of the story, that's what you were familiar with because that's what was set up for you. But maybe it's only more on mine and McCoy's side, no matter how different it was financially. I can't necessarily remember if my parents were the catalyst to enforce that it was a joyous occasion. I think it was just more of the community base and the family around me. Um, again, my memories was more of my cousins really getting together. From the U.S. to Canada, they would all go home. And, and it's a rare occasion that we were all together. So that's more of my memory about that is the people that I spent time with, not necessarily. Yes, as a kid, I was materialistic as fuck. I mean, like I was. As a kid, how about now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying. Okay, we are not a ghost of Christmas present yet. So let's <laughs> slow the roll. Save that bro. for later. So slow okay. the roll. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, I I got you know things that you know I didn't ask for, but I don't think I wouldn't have minded not getting them again because it wasn't. What what I was looking for. Um, yeah. I mean, if I was to be exact, most of the things that I got were probably clothes, and I hate when people give me clothes. It's like, first, I was like, a much chubbier kid, so I didn't have normal shorts, and it was like custom. Oh, oh my god! Mom okay, shorts? this is one thing that I remember about my childhood that I hated. What school uniform wise, I did not get regular. Yeah, the stand. The standard school uniform I had to have them made for me. I wasn't that big to begin with, but I don't know why my mom had them made Aww. like my shorts because and it was like always a sh uh, like a tint of color different from the normal oh. uniform because, <laughs> because they get the fabric from, yes. fabric from somewhere else. Yes, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, but the you kind of brought. A memory when you said, you know, you didn't really ask for anything. And I remember never asking for anything because I didn't know I could. But my mom really tried because one time she um, hung. It wasn't even stockings because we didn't have that. It was, she used socks. And she put like random chocolate in Aww. there. And then she woke me and my brother up. And they were like, it's from Santa Claus. Aww. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> and I was like, who's <laughs> you, didn't, I mean, you didn't know about Santa no, Claus? Oh, I must have been like four years old. So I had an idea, yes. But 
it wasn't like a big thing like Santa wasn't a big thing for our Christmases to me that was like that was fun and but she only did that once I think but the fact that she tried and give her a lot of credit for really really trying to give us what most people would consider a normal Christmas yeah, I guess that's so uh, nice. but it didn't matter to me because yeah, but I, I, you know, I, I had fun. All that never mattered to me. It was just all about the Christmas being fun, and no one forced it on me that it's fun and you're supposed to be happy. I was just happy. What did you say, McCoy? That like the commu- like the in- almost the entire community just like flips a switch, and they're like, let's yeah. forget about everything else that's happening. It's like happy mode. 100% yes. to like 150%. Happy mode. Every, no matter what you can afford, you matter what you can't afford, let's yeah. just like put everything aside and it's Christmas. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty that, much That's true. I mean, then maybe that's what why it's, I like what it's about. going to the Philippines during that time. Like I, it's different. I go into the festivals and stuff. But you also made me recall when I went to the festival. Do you guys remember that movie that's out right I mean, that's always been out. It's a classic American Christmas movie, The the Christmas Story. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. What I remember I went to the festival with my cousin in the Philippines, um, and we went to one of those BB shooting ranges, like a little booth. At the <laughs> fair? At okay. the fair, at the Christmas yeah. fair. And I remember I got the, the BB gun, and I tried to shoot it at the, you know, the items that you have to knock over. Yeah. And it ricocheted on the shelf. <gasps> and it bounced. Oh, my God. So you poked someone's eye. No, it bounced right <laughs> back and it hit me right in the forehead and I fell back. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I think that... The universe was telling you something. And I just remembered, <laughs> that was in that one night I knocked out twice. One was a BB gun that <laughs> the, the pellet hit me in the forehead, knocked me out. And then I did one of those giant slides that they had at the festival. And it was so big. And my cousin didn't want to go with me. I went so big. I flew off the slide. <laughs> I slammed back. I blacked out. And I just woke up at the bottom <laughs> of the slide. I was like, this is what they do oh in the God. Philippines, I guess. <laughs> So I didn't even say oh anything. Like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm from America. <laughs> oh, great. But do you also brought this idea about Santa Claus and like our, what our parents do yeah. for us as kids, you know, to make sure that we are having at least a joyous time and have good remembrance. I mean, I remember Santa Claus. When I was a kid too, that was really big, and getting all this the stockings filled with so many toys and an opposite of McCoy. Look at McCoy yes. right now, I'm like oh. It never mattered to me because I like playing outside with my friends. I have I have privileged guilt. No, no, you shouldn't because that that's what that was your life. Because my fun was always being outside, running around with friends. It was never about staying inside and playing with games or video games mm-hmm. because we didn't have them. But it didn't matter. Oh, good times, good times. Well, let's say goodbye to Christmas past. Or no, let's say hello to Christmas past. That's actually nice. Well, I don't know what to do with Ghost of Christmas Past, actually. I'm mixed. <laughs> but that moves on to the next ghost. Ghost of Christmas Present. Is that right? Because Ghost of Christmas Present, do you call it? Yeah. That? Or is that with the spirit of the present? So in this stage of the movie of The Christmas Carol, Scrooge, what does he do? He just looks back at his life now. Oh, no, he looked at Tiny Tim. Doesn't yes. he visit Tiny his, his employee's house and he sees Tiny Tim, who has a dis- disability? He's sick, right? Yes, yes. How they're spending their Christmas. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So, um, like he was coughing. Did he have COVID? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> told him wear a mask. <laughs> That's totally what Scrooge would say too. Oh, does he have COVID? Should have worn a mask. <laughs> Okay, so um, how do you guys view Christmas as, a, as an adult right now? Well, this year has been a big pile of shit. <laughs> Cole, Cole in your stockings and your socks. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's, so it's difficult and it's different. But at the same time, I am thankful that for the most part, everyone I know um, are okay. That's not the same for everyone, um, but I'm still thankful. I, I think I'm on the same way. Like, just, I mean, probably the last couple of years, I can't even just say, actually more than a couple, probably like five, six, seven. I've really just changed in how I looked at Christmas. Again, as a child, I was given things I never asked for. I don't think I appreciate it as much, but now I really just look at um Christmas of making everyone else happy. I recognize that within a certain limit, I can get whatever the hell I want for myself year round. So, mm. you know, unless it's like Christmas or an occasion comes, I don't really get to give as much as I would, you know, like to. So when Christmas comes, like people that like are close to me, Sometimes I buy stuff, but I'm very more on hands-on making stuff for others. I enjoy that more. It's like when I, I I'm really that kind of annoying person where like I give something to someone and I'm like I'm gonna watch you to open it and I want to oh see every fucking reaction. You I hate that. Laugh. I, that's so <laughs> awkward for me. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, dude! Give me everything I am looking for. That's that's who I am. That's like my biggest fear. I open a gift and I hate it, but I have to act like I love it. Like, oh, I... oh my god! Like when you get socks as a gift, you're like, oh yeah, I love this socks, auntie. But see, I'm so cocky that I know you will love shit that I give you. Oh no, I love socks. Really? Yeah, or why Christmas? Not? I think okay. But see, that's the thing. It's like I give practical gifts no i'm talking about like this i'm talking about like the socks that you get like santi alley you know like oh from like an auntie that was like an afterthought that she's like oh but i still appreciate the socks. but he i do yes i was gonna say it's like I'll, I'll appreciate the fact that they made an effort yeah. even though it was regifted. um <laughs> they made <laughs> they made an effort to give it to me <laughs> after they were given to them and they hated pink. it with a lace trim. You're like, oh, thank you, auntie. I'm glad you didn't re-gift this. Hey, hey, hey. Clones are genderless. That's true. Okay. That's, yeah, that's yeah. But not when you're nine years old and you get a purse. <laughs> Flashback. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. That's what... I mean, again, I'm cocky because I know... like What I do is actually I bake for people. Mm, that's a good one. And, you know, like, Amaro is there chopping shit, like, two weeks before Christmas. And oh, I'm you, bagging you, things. So I will just, like, oh, okay, I need to make a batch and just dump everything in my mixer. And then, like, you know, make it and box it for everyone. So that's what I try. I've been doing for the last couple of years. And I've done it in a way where... I only make that every Christmas, so the year round I keep them like you know waiting for it and wanting it. So if they're like 
wrapped around my fingers. <laughs> and even even like people that I know, like you should start selling them. I'm like, no, no, I only give it to people that are you know that like are. In, I want it. I want them to get it. I think Scrooge McDuck right here needs to see Christmas future <laughs> because I don't like. It's like but, I'm confused. You know, like I, you're like you know, I get him, but they better open up. They better like it. They better yeah. cry. <laughs> and and I don't really you know I don't really look to get anything from them. Yeah. It, it, sometimes like what I appreciate really more as an adult getting things are like things that I don't even want to buy for myself. If someone gives me a towel, I'm like, oh my god. God, yes, I can finally throw this crusty ass towel and replace it on with your new one. On the side of your bed, huh? That towel <laughs> on the side of your bed, on your bedside. <laughs> but you know, like as an adult now, we don't like like if someone gave a comforter, I'm like, yay! Oh my god! You know, like yes. those are the things that we don't like to yeah. buy for ourselves. But the minute someone gives it to us, that's why I if agree. it's a pair of socks, I'm like, yay! I have a house socks. Well, sometimes I'm giving things I'm like, I didn't know I needed yes, this right? like, what? Because I actually do Like a vibrating device? <laughs> you haven't given me One Because you're the only one I know Who would give me such a thing Oh my gosh So I guess um, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about this Like you know like uh, How do I see Chris as an adult? You know when you're listening to you D-talk you know, I, I don't know. I question if I ever felt the Christmas spirit. Do you guys know what that is? The Christmas spirit? Yeah. I feel like you guys have experienced the Christmas spirit of this this joyous innocence. I don't think I've experienced that yet. Oh. I, I am in limbo about it. I mentioned to you guys before. I'm, I see these holidays things. It just really is capitalism. That's why I try to go the other way of like... <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of spending money, I'd rather give them something that I worked hard on, you know, yeah. and then I will stare at you and make sure you appreciate it. Give me the facial structure of like Awkward. happiness. Awkward stare, like, right. Look <laughs> at this. Not, you're crossed off this my theta. list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it is that. I think I, I try to stick to making everyone else happy because I can, I mean, I've spoiled myself year round. You know, I, I don't need to be doing that. But you know what? As an adult, um, I myself feel somewhat uncomfortable with Christmas. What do you mean? Oh, because it has Christ in it? Christmas? <laughs> That's for another episode. But um, I think I, I'm, I, I'm, I view Christmas as it's for the kids now. And I'm no longer a kid. And as long as they're happy, then it's all good. And you know, Christmas songs makes me sad. Oh. Because when I hear Christmas songs, you know what I picture? What? People who are alone for Christmas. Oh. And they're listening to these songs, the same songs I'm hearing. And they're just crying, looking out the window every time. That's why, why I don't do play you, Christmas wait, songs. Why do you have this vision? Which is so I weird as well. Because yeah. I think out of the three of us... I think when you there was a time when you were living in New York, you I think you spent Christmas in New York, right? You had the the full spectrum of like American oh, white no. Christmas, like snow. No, I I went I went to L.A. It's in New York. It's I, yellow I, snow, and it's oh yeah, yeah. No, but I mean gray. you were there, not not the actual. <laughs> no, Christmas. it's white. Yeah. When it first falls yeah. and it's like now nice and powdery, and then you go to work that morning and it's like dirty. Yeah. But I mean, like it is not, it's not necessarily the Christmas day, but like. Like the, that holiday yeah. feeling. You were in the East Coast where 
like yeah. everything is decorated, snow is falling, you're yeah. wearing your boots, your trench coat, layers and layers. So you got to experience that, which is weird that you, uh-uh. you see it that way. Well, I hate the snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fun. Snow is fun when you want to play in it and all that. But when you have to walk to the subway station, no. So, but that's beside the point. Um, I don't know where this came from. And I'm generally a positive person. Might not seem like it most times. But inside, I'm positive. Here's what's interesting. Because you also made me think that depression during this time... And mental wellness is so important because depression yeah. hits oh, a yeah. lot of people during this time and even mm-hmm. more yeah. so during COVID. And it's really, you, you bring up this good point that we need to be mindful because, you know, there's a lot of depressed little me's out there, young, that's needs, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so kawawa during the holiday. Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was thinking about this when you're talking about the the songs and everything. Like I During this time, I watched so much of those Christmas movies. Like I was watching this new new series, Christmas series called um, Dash and Lily. I don't know if you guys seen it. It takes place in New York. They're a bunch of rich kids, but one's Asian American, and you're like, "Hey, I relate to her." So that's you. And then, yeah. and no, but then she has. Oh, I can't. I don't want to give. A spo- I don't want to spoil too much of it, but she she has some trouble looking for the Christmas spirit in New York. So I, I feel like I always watch those Christmas movies, like Love Actually, which I think is such a good Christmas movie. That's a fun. That, yeah, that's a fun movie. Yeah, and like Family Stone. I get very, very kind of like introspective during this time. I feel like there's so much expectations about how we should feel. Yeah. During Christmas time, like we have to be happy and we have to be joyous and and we have to, you know, do anything possible to make us have this feeling for this moment in of the year. I feel that's a lot of pressure. But you know what bothers me now that I think of it? Um, like I said, like my past was so innocent, so much fun, and it was natural. It was naturally fun. But now as an adult, I don't look at it that way. I feel like I'm so sad about it. That's so weird. I don't know where that comes from. Maybe yeah, you should feel good about it because you had such a joyous upbringing. Maybe just my adulthood is not as joyous. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I maybe I really you don't mean know. Santa Claus. Mm, maybe. No, not that Santa Claus. <laughs> not the no. way. You put it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that one. I mean, do, do you have any thoughts on this about this idea of of expectations during this time and this feeling? Yeah, I do get. Anxious is because you know that expectation that you're supposed to make everyone happy. That sometimes you go over and forget, Oh, I'm going over what my capacity is, you know, just to make everyone else happy and like to conform to what is the traditional giving and really focusing your attention on everyone else and forget about yourself. You know, we, Amaro, and I have talked about maybe one of the Christmases if we can just get away. You know, kind of just do that. Be by ourselves, and you know, mm. I'm. But but you you are you know coming from a Filipino family. That's not a thing. That's not a luxury that we get. You know, without consequences mm. of like guilt, right? Like, oh, you're yeah. not going to be here. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure every other culture has that, but maybe for us, it's just self-imposed that it's such a big guilt if you don't conform or if you even try to make sure. The the the, the minute that you say like, oh, we're not going to be around for Christmas, it's like such a heavy 
thing to say, but we want to experience that just for us to really just take care of ourselves. Yeah, I was thinking about this as that it made me think that Christmas happens at the last month before the new year. There's a lot riding in December. Like, it's almost like the whole combination of the year rest in December. And you want to, like, either, like, have this feeling of joy or happiness or you... Because you almost come full circle. You will, you do come full circle. Like you have to reflect about the whole year. Yeah. And you want to handle things for December so that when, when you're 2021, 20, you don't have all this... I know baggage. There's a lot riding December. Yeah. I'm just realizing it. Can I add one more thing? No. Uh, because now I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, you can. So, uh, so that's your gift for me. You're gonna let me talk. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'm just thinking back. The past six years of six, six Christmases, three of them I have spent here, including this one in the Philippines. I don't know if I'm trying to recreate something that brought me joy, but I can mm-hmm. honestly say spending Christmas here in the Philippines is 100% less stressful for me, and I can just let go and relax and have fun. McCoy, why don't you do that? Recreate your childhood Christmas. I don't think that's actually a... Actually, yeah, just I'm, I already trash, made a request. Make some instruments. Yeah. And then just no, no, <laughs> I, that sounds Greg. ridiculous. But go do we that. Don't... that I mean... No, um, I can't sing for shit, so I'm not going to get money if I go caroling out there. You might get coal. <laughs> actually, no. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to do it with food. Like, the food that reminded me of how fun Christmas was. Yeah. Oh, I, I, think was you're, I think you're going to say, like, you try to make food out of instruments. <laughs> That's like, I'm like, that's like good. the Great that's British cool Bake Off. I'm like, ooh, holiday edition. <laughs> I'm going to make myself yeah, a whistle. So, um, I already told my sister-in-law about, like, can we have this and can we have that? Uh, because, you know, I'm not in charge of setting up Christmas here. So I kind of want to make requests on specific food that brings back memories for me. I like where this conversation is going because now we're talking about... I don't know, like bring those happy moments, but very fruitful happy moments and being a mindful happy moment versus like, yeah, like happy moment, like I got a gift. No, but yeah, other moments or experiences during this time that are good because, like, I do the typical, like, I kind of, I feel like with Christmas, I've always done kind of roll with emotions, you know, like hang the decorations, hang up the, the pearls, make some pearls while you're at it and, you know, handle all this stuff and then not really just settle down and think about what positive experiences I could bring this month. And with that, let's take a break. Hey guys, our queries episodes are not complete without you, literally. So send in your questions via DM, email, or leave us a voice message. We'll tackle almost anything with the aid of our favorite beverage of the day, of course. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. And we're back. And now we are the ghosts of Christmas future. Now this is what happens to Scrooge during this during this movie part. Or what happens to him? He's pretty much visited by death coming. Yeah, that's right. With a sickle and like... It's visited by like death. Like it's a... Like almost like like a Dementor. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, right? Yeah. What what is it called? An Inventor? Dementor? Dementor. 
<laughs> Dementors, yeah. Dementor, yeah. Oh my god, he totally does. <laughs> right? But it, this is a Christmas story, so yeah. <laughs> and then what happens? He sees his own death, right? Doesn't he die? I hope that's not a spoiler alert. I'm he was sorry, being guys. shown. No, I think he was being shown that, and no one came or something like that. No one came like, to his funeral. Yeah, yeah, like he was alone during yeah. the last hours of that he had, and and and, yeah. and almost like also a peak of how happy they were. Um, the other people have when he died. what 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 they had what they had, and here he was uh-huh. alone by himself. Mm. See, with my yeah. questions, it's it's it's. Obvious, I didn't watch this movie. You must have seen. You must have seen a version of it. Yeah, a version. I of never it. finished. I I never finished it um, it's until a I watched. Tale about like reflecting and looking back at your your life. Yeah, but I I watched the FX version, which was more adult. Um, meaning, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> he watched. He watched it on Pornhub. I think, uh, I, McCoy. I think. Yeah, that's what I was telling earlier. Like, are you sure it was not X Tube um, Christmas Carol? It was like that you were a watching. Christmas Carol X Tube dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. He didn't finish that one. Uh huh. Week week. <laughs> no, I skipped through the dialogue. <laughs> Straight to the climax. You're like, whatever. So you're like, plot, 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 skip, skip, skip. <laughs> you know my family could be listening to this. You know, I don't watch. Charles Dickens is probably rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> what were we saying about, about your so. Christmas future? Oh, wait, future? I don't know anymore. Okay, you guys well, got my mind going into like a different direction. Yeah, clearly. Uh, <laughs> all right, wait, how okay, about this so, question, McCoy? McCoy, for, yeah. for you, for yeah. all of us, is how do we want to see Christmas evolve? Um, I kind of wanted to go back to the days when life was more simple. Uh, because I think we have been caught up with um, the things we want for Christmas instead of the things we already have. Mm. So I kind of I wish we could go back to the the time when things that mattered were not the things that we get, but the family and the time we spend with them. I know it sounds cheesy, but um, a lot of people forget that. Well, what action items are you gonna take, McCoy? What action? Yeah. Well, I took an action by coming you, here. Are you? Are, are you gonna write that? Are you gonna write it a letter to Santa? What is this like? I don't believe in what. Santa. I'm just kidding. People yeah, but about I, I kind of. I'm. No, I'm, I. I took. I took action from for myself by coming here. Yeah. I mean, there was a risk to come here, and I promise, guys, I'm following government guidelines. Um, but yeah, so I. I. I'm trying to recreate something for myself once again. How about you, Dee? How do you want to see Christmas evolve? I'm working towards that. Like, I don't like the fact that sometimes I'm like I just need to buy something for someone. Just for the sake of them having it, I, you know, I am being really more mindful. Like I want to give them something that will affect them somehow. It can be emotional. I'd rather do that. I'd rather do an emotional gift rather than just have them um, have something tangible. Again, year round, we can keep on doing this. And you know, if I don't feel like I can give that to anyone, I don't go out of my way and make myself crazy on ha- making it happen. It's just that that's not the relationship that I have with that person at that time. 
I really just want to focus on doing it for others. I know, again, I've said this year-round, I can do anything that I want within, you know, a certain limit. So I, I just try to practice that, especially around this time, I do it for others. Um, I've yeah. also been trying to help um, some organizations outside uh, before, it, whether it be like volunteering. Right now, since we're really not able to do that, I just try to do that like financially for some of the causes that I support. You know, since we're not really able to put in time or manual work for them. So, yeah, I, 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 I want to be more conscious on what I'm doing holiday-wise. And try to remember that I don't really just do that the last two, three months of the year. Yeah, You know what it made me think about, D, is... You know, um, you guys know that there are various ways how an individual gives and receives love. Have you guys heard about that? No. Oh, you mean the five languages of love or something? Yes, the five languages yeah. of love. Do you know a little bit I about that? I know mine already. Well, I was just thinking about that. Like, this holidays, I was just thinking about like, Christmas and Evolve and how I'm lacking the Christmas spirit. Um, I was just thinking about, like, okay, so Christmas is all about the idea of love. Yeah. And we associate love, I guess, during this time is about giving a physical object to somebody, right? Or receiving a physical object from another individual, right? But I was just thinking, like, like if you are an individual who doesn't receive or give love in this way, you're kind of in this weird zone. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm not a good gift giver. Like, I don't express love in that way. And, and I am also don't feel love because someone gave me an object. So I always feel weird during this time because it should be magical and this idea of love. But I just realized when you were, were having this conversation, is like, oh, wait, this is not how I actually receive and give love. So what do I want to do or evolve this Christmas? And I was thinking, you know, when you were talking, D about, about gift giving, but in a different approach, I would probably reflect back for me is, you know, ask people how they like to receive and give love during this time and then match it to that individual. I don't know. Is there like a test, like a buzz, yeah, a BuzzFeed a quiz that you're like, yeah. Merry Christmas. This is how you give and receive love or this, the language is love. Do you still get like well, swabbed in your nose to get the <laughs> test or which one? <laughs> or in your throat. <laughs> but quick, receive but, love a lot of times. Oh, like, Welcome to the Philippines. <laughs> but, you know, now that you brought that up, it kind of makes sense for me because my language of love is spending time yeah i was I, yeah I, I was actually just that's what i was gonna suggest mccoy is you know like the, the little trips hit, like yes things still cost money sometimes but i remember yeah. things that i i've done with amado prior to christmas leading up to christmas were the ones that were more memorable like in to me i miss that it's it's rare occasion right now where you can I think COVID season you're able to do it, but like walking down a neighborhood that's fully decorated with Christmas stuff. Decorated. You know, like mm -hmm. if you took that walk for thirty minutes, that's something that's you know to me that's much more than me getting something that I might need a gift receipt for. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Damn. It's or, or like let's drive to 
the mountains and like chill in the snow and like bring snacks. Like those are the things that I actually well, look for. Well, let's be honest. We heard in the last episodes. We know that you do more than drive around <laughs> and, <laughs> and play in the snow. But I mean, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> see, that's a memory, You're right? Me You're like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Merry COVID Christmas. testing, whatever. <laughs> McCoy, were you going to say something about uh, the languages of love? Well, my my second one is. I think touch and affection or something like that. Ooh, yes. Actually, you know what? But Can we go not... back? Can you guys explain to me what this is? Because I don't know what. Well, you take this like a questionnaire, and you take this questions about like, what would you rather do or something like that. Like, do you want this? Do you want that? They give you options, right? And then it spits out an answer as to what your language of love would yeah. be. Like some some would be like act of service. Some would be words of affirmation, and some would be spending time, or or and some would be like touch or something like touch or affection or something like that so mine was number one was spending time together and then number two was like the touch and the show of affection i think oh okay yeah, so language of love there's always there's five so yeah one is yeah. words of affirmation means like oh you know you always make me laugh i you know i yeah. love who, who you are other one number two is acts of service like doing something yeah. good for somebody else some people like to receive and give that way number three is receiving gifts which is all about Christmas is number three. And number four is quality time, like spending time together, which is like McCoy. And the last one is physical touch, which is also yeah, McCoy. McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all about physical touch. That, well, that nurse was giving you a lot of love with that swab down your throat. Wait, let's... Spending but... time and touching me. So the natural <laughs> languages of, of, of love, D, so <laughs> is people sometimes receive and give it in un on those five different yeah. ways. Let's link yeah. this. I want to take this quiz. So if you can find oh, it's it, fun. we're it's... gonna link it in the description, so you can take. Yeah, it. it'll be like the language of love, and somehow the Christmas model, right? Yeah. Like yeah. If you can't, you know, what could you possibly do? Because I do. Yeah, maybe that's just never. I never like had the Christmas spirit. I mean, I do all like the decorations and all that stuff, and roll with the emotions during this time. And sometimes I'm thinking, like, why do I have to feel... Well, I also feel like, why do I have to feel like I have to be happy in December? Or I have to be joyous? Or I have to get down with this one language of love method of just receiving during this time? So I think that's why I feel like it. there's so much expectations for this month. And it's, it stresses me out in that way emotionally. So, I don't know. It, it's something, something interesting, and I never really thought about how to make it evolve. But if I were, I would do this test, you know, and make everyone do the test and then express love during this time and throughout the year, of course, but during this time in this specific way. You know what? Let's make this mandatory. Just like wearing your, wearing yes. your mask and getting yourself tested for COVID, take the damn test. How about that? D, that depends on the state. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Well, with all this being said, okay, so going back to um, the Christmas Carol, you know, we had Tiny Tim. So who is who is your Tiny Tim, and what would you give to Tiny Tim? The, the I guess I am my... Scrooge had to help. Screwed. <laughs> Scrooge? <Ew>. Scrooge. <laughs> no. Screwed over, I mean. <laughs> Scrooge. 
<laughs> Where is this conversation going? Is that is that one of the touch of um, language of love? <laughs> number 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 five A is screw Re- receiving and and language of love. A touch is that what? I mean? Receiving and giving. That's the, there's the two languages of love right there. Okay, every, let's go back. So every gay um, lesbian and, and, and queer person is probably happy right now. They're like, yeah, I can get with that. <laughs> Okay, so Tiny Tim. I guess I am Tiny Tim because. Hi, Tiny Tim. Hey. <laughs> hey. But, oh shit. Okay, that mind. makes it creepy. Okay. No, you don't. Do that. Yeah, that's a that's a different type of Tiny Tim. Okay. <laughs> but if you're into that, hey. Okay, so, um, because I was a kid, I was so positive, I was just naturally happy, so, um, now the second question is, what would I give him? Yeah. I'd give him a dose of reality. Oh, <laughs> you would not break little Tiny Tim's, like, the world is this way. Would you really? Dose of reality? I'll get back to you on that. I'm still thinking. I think I want to give him a dose of reality, like, take his toys away. I didn't have this as a kid. You shouldn't either. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right. Why don't you just marinate on that one? D, what, who is your Tiny Tim okay. and what would you give I, I'm Tiny Tim? I'm the same route as McCoy. I mean, Tiny Damn. Tim, I see him more of just like someone that I want to wake up and not necessarily who was, um, you know, like uh, missing things and not having things. Uh, I would do that for myself. I would be like the Christmas uh, Christmas ghost. Of the past, like visiting, I'll bring an iPad with me, go on YouTube, pull out a TED Talk about capitalism and just make him watch it and just like, wake up. This is not Christmas, bitch. Like, it ain't about you all the time, you know? Make your own damn cookies. (laughs) Don't buy it. Not even. If he got a cookie, I would smack that cookie off his hand like, no, finish watching this. That's it. We don't have enough fabric to make your pants with that. Again, I think about it now. I'm showing up with an iPad, and it's like materialistic. So, I'm like, sorry. I know. You're like, here's an iPad Pro. So I mean, so, but you no, can't you can have, have it. it. But you, just, you can't have it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Just yeah. let me. Okay. Let me just. Let, let me jump in here because now I'm realizing something. So, if I am my own tiny Tim, I am also. I gave my own tiny Tim the lesson of reality because now Christmas to me is not so much. It's not as much fun as it used to be because reality set in. Mm. That's wait. the pr- <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is wait. This is interesting, guys. Oh wait, you know what? I'm just realizing, right? Because you guys all said that you guys are your own tiny Tim's. Okay, so I was thinking to myself, yeah. if I am my own tiny Tim, because I was hella Kawaba boy growing up. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's so interesting about this is because you guys had very joyous upbringings, I guess, and mm-hmm. and I was mine was a mixed bag. But if I if I'm my own Tiny Tim, I would actually instill hope into Tiny Tim. I would tell oh. Tiny Tim like you don't have to be happy because it's December or because it's Christmas or at all. That it's okay. Yeah, it is okay to like feel the way you're feeling. Um, you don't have to feel like you have to front that you're you're happy because you got these material possessions, you know? Even though you felt like, oh, it doesn't really make me happy, so what am I going to do? I have to pretend to put a smile on my face. 
You know, I would tell that to to my tiny Tim, that it is okay who you are right now. You don't have to stress out about um, putting up a front. That you have to live up to any expectations. Yeah, you have to put on a front. That you have to be X, Y, and Z. And you could just be exactly who you are to be. And you can't. You don't have to live up to some kind of Hallmark movie, you know, on Christmas time. You'd kicked out the choir. You'd like get out of the house through the back door. You know. Okay, I was just <laughs> thinking about that choir. I asked my mom about. I remember asking my mom about this choir. I was like, Mom, this is so weird. Like, it's just us two in this living room, and we're we're watching this Filipino choir. And they're watching us. It should be like flipped, right? It should be like the audience watching. Yes. This is so weird. I remember asking, I was like, why do we do this? And then, of course, we feed them all, right? So it's a, it's a party afterwards. So yeah. I was so weird. And she was like, oh, you know, I just make this donation. This is something they want to do for us. She was like, I, don't, I didn't ask for this. Oh my God, okay. I'm going to be so cynical that it really is that, okay, first you give them a donation. Yeah. They come to your house. Which is yes. like you have to take the time out of your day to accommodate yeah, that. Yeah, they have to move all the furniture for yes. the bleachers, and then you feed them. Uh-huh. Yeah, then we feed them. Yeah, so they get like a <laughs> so it's like what else do you want? Do you want to live in? Do you want to move in? We'll <laughs> so set like, the rooms for you. <laughs> what else? I, do you want to do this again next week? Like what else? No, it's like, like <laughs> you, you got our money, you got our space, you got my got time, food. you got my money. Yeah, like, we basically pay for like the whole like choir rehearsal. Is what it is. They come I think it would have been more fun. Greg, if you guys had like dinner in the dining room, and then you have like a twenty seat dining table, and you, your mom is on one end, and you're all the way on the other end, (laughs) and then they're just singing, standing in the back, and it's like it's one of those like 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 very like the crown moment or something. That is a hella good idea. (laughs) We should have done that. Like that would be like if I was gonna be like a total asshole for like that that would that would be like okay epitome of like you you're up there that is something that you would do not that we would yeah. do that is so weird it was just i mean the visual i like the visual right? i don't like, like the idea like, of it it's so. just more of like the awkwardness like every yeah. time i see that in a movie it's like why are you guys sitting all the way in the other ends of the tables why can't you just sit next to each other it's like it's, that's how it feels like when you're saying you have a choir singing to just the two of you guys yeah we were these it was funny because we're in this we're in this huge living room it's just me and my mom in these big armchairs facing the whole group See? of people just singing songs and tagalog which i don't even understand what they're saying i'm like what the hell where's the subtitles it's almost like the court jesters are coming to entertain you while you're sitting in the, in the throne that's it that's how it feels like to me yeah, Greg. Well, I mean, we did throw them cookies afterwards. Oh, my <laughs> on God. Floor, on the floor. <laughs> you know I throw them coins. Like, you know how they do that with the Filipino kids? Dance, dance. And they just throw coins at you. And you're like, I don't understand. Oh, no one has done that to you? Like, when you're a kid, they throw coins at you and they make you dance? Who? Me? Yeah. No, absolutely thing. not. Do you say it to you? I think that's grooming, Gro- Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, where did this happen to you? No, it's like I remember when, like you know, like we have all these Filipino parties and they want the kids to dance, no, and then the no, they, they line... throw coins and they throw no, coins. No, oh dance, my god! Dance. No, they line up the kids and then they give them like you know a peso back then, like you know one peso because you could buy a lot back then. So the kids would line up. But they didn't make them dance. N- no, no, no one threw anything at anyone. Oh, uh, I guess this is just my own experience. <laughs> 
That was a Filipino thing. I'm like, sure, Tito. Here's a Greg, wait, wait, wait. Were there other people in the room with you when they were doing this? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> see. I just want to check in. Like, <laughs> yes, it was a family party. Okay. I just thought it was like a custom thing well, where they just were like, they your family. <laughs> Oh my god, guys. This is why I was a depressed kid during Christmas. <laughs> this is why I was Tony Tim. <laughs> you guys are traumatizing me. You're shifting this. But see, did this happen? Like, do you know of this no. happening? No. I mean, the, yeah, I don't. I've never no, heard I of bet you. Time, I bet you. I remember they threw coins. It would be like maybe like our house blessing or someone's house blessing. Yes. That's about I get it. That. Not like dance full. Like kind of like <laughs> Wait, they didn't say full. Oh, They're like ho 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 They did with the actions. With their eyes they, they were saying did. They didn't understand them. <laughs> I'm wow, sorry, Greg. I'm sure someone out there is listening to our podcast. Okay, like, go. Yeah, they made me okay, dance yes, too. They, yes. they, message us. Yes. Uh, send us a message on uh, Instagram and like comment yes. on something. We want to hear if someone has the same experience. And send us proof, not just your words. Yes. Oh, really? Proof? I want to see this. Like, yeah. I want to see this on video. <laughs> I just thought it was a thing. Uh, oh, no. God. Well, Greg, it's kind of evident that... You, your life is different from ours. <laughs> oh my goodness. All different experiences. So speaking of Filipinos, yes. um, let's go into the Filipino word of the day. So the Filipino word of the day is pamasco. Pamasco. School? Pamasco? No, no, no. Pamasco. Pamasco. That, yes. There you go. Oh, yeah, the uh, means, the cool part. Yes, uh, because the root word is Pasco, which means Christmas. So Pamasco is a Christmas gift. How you use the sentence? Okay, a disclaimer. I'm not trying to bring uh, toxic positivity. This is just a sentence for this exercise. So the <laughs> sentence is... <laughs> Our pamasco for each other this season is to be thankful. Our pamasco for each other this season is to be thankful. Yes. Okay, so it, would it be like this? It'd be like, like, yo, how do you like to take your pamasco? <laughs> is that weird? Be thankful. No? <laughs> no, like a Christmas gift. Like, how do you like you're taking a Christmas gift? How do you like you take your pamasco? And I'll say, well, according to my my language of love, I like to spend time and be touched. Oh, <laughs> I love that. How about you, D? What's your language of love? Your Christmas language of love? How do you like you to receive your pamasco? I don't wait. I don't remember which the five are. He hasn't taken the test. Yeah, but but I it's well. I mean, from my thing, it's just like well, I I'd think yours see, might be giving. Yes, I'd yeah, rather totally see giving. everyone and really or watch service, them. Act of service. Yes. Watch them enjoy themselves. But how like to receive Pamasco? That's it. I don't need to ask. I don't need to ask anyone else to give me anything. I I get the joy of seeing everyone else be happy with what I give them. Giving and reaction. I don't. Yeah, I don't need anything tangible, you know, for myself. But do you like physical touch? Do you like word like your husband? He doesn't like being touched. Like your husband, for example. How does answering for the? Well, I'm not asking everyone else to touch me. Well, McCoy is. Why do you think he's in the Philippines? <laughs> That's a thing. Like, yeah, we're a touchy bunch here. It's okay. <laughs> 
social distancing. Here you go. Like like I said, I'm gonna just throw their gifts like at them and like bring my binoculars and see their faces. But no, that's yeah. I mean, you know, for myself. Um, besides seeing everyone else happy, it really is the quality time. Mm, that's a nice one, yeah. You know, creating memories, like something to look back into later on and just remember. That's nice. All right, it looks like we're wrapping up. Um, any things you guys want to share with, with our audience? I just want everyone to enjoy the season the best way they can. It's different this year. You know, I, I think... Um, some of us can realize that we should be spending our time better. Piggyback on McCoy, don't want to add this. What was it, McCoy? Sorry. Toxic, toxic positivity. positivity. But if you can't give anything tangible to someone, the least you can do is be kind to others. Fuck. You know what? Wear a fucking mask. That's that's how you're going to be kind to other people. Here's my message to everyone. Just wear a fucking mask. Like That just shows that you're compassionate and you are thinking about others besides yourself. Yeah, that's no, that's I, enough that... of a Merry Christmas greeting to me. If I see you walking down the street with me on the same side of the street and I can't cross the street to get away from you if you're wearing a mask, that's that's enough Christmas gift. Yeah, so that's how D likes to receive. That's his love language. A mask wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, you know, I would tell everyone. You know, Merry Christmas and find out how what your Pascal is. How you like to receive your language of love, um, receive gifts and give gifts, receiving and giving. And you know, I think that during this time, it's mental. Your mental health is so important. And. If you're feeling like down or just mixed, I think that's absolutely normal and okay. But if you need someone to talk to, know your friends who are out there and your family that's out there during this time, um, because it's it's a different Christmas. It's a COVID Christmas, and you're right. We should D. We should be kind to each other during this time. And that's our show. If you would like to leave a comment have questions, want to share what your Pascal is with us, uh, we will respond. You can reach us at... Um, on social media, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GamChat Podcast. And also, we're on Curious Cat, also GamChat Podcast. Meow. Is that what Curious Cat is? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> you can also email us any questions or comments to GamChatPodcast at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash gamchat podcast and also don't forget to give us a review if you have apple podcast app uh, uh, leave us a five-star review it's christmas stars on top of the tree that's gonna be my tree topper there you go full circle make my christmas (laughs) give me that five stars on top of my christmas tree there you go no pressure And on that note, we'll catch you on the next one. And Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas!